Ladies and gentlemen, Fourth and Trollers, welcome back to Fourth and Troll Fantasy, the most entertaining fantasy football podcast on the planet. I'm Noah Selby. And I'm Wes Selby. And we've got another great episode for you guys today. It's going to be a dandy of a time talking about some highlight breakout players from last year and some absolute busts of players from last year with a little bit of a twist. We're going to dive into that in just a little bit. Wes, how are you doing on this lovely Tuesday morning? I took your advice, and I think all the trollers should as well. Guess what I did uh, since we last spoke, Noah? I, I listened to what I told you to do. I listened to the Jonas Brothers' new album, The oh, Album. Oh, come on, dude. Dude, it's so fun. Oh, my gosh. It's like so having good. a blast the entire yeah. time. Yeah, yep. Montana Sky. I think that oh, could be my favorite. I love it. It's, it's such there. a jam. Yeah, I thank you for recommending it. And so now yeah, I want welcome. to encourage everyone else watching. Go listen to it. It's so freaking fun. Every one. song. No, I really not, like not all sponsored. the songs. Not a sponsor. Yet. If they wanted to, Jonas Brothers, if you're fantasy uh-huh. football players and you want to come on 4th and Troll Fantasy. Go Giants. Do you think they have a do you think they have a, a dynasty or a, or, a, or a fantasy league they play in all together? They probably do. I mean, yeah, I would assume so. I would bet you like know them and their wives like and maybe like crew yeah. or wives. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Sophie Turner is probably fantastic. Yeah, how do you think we uh, get in there? Trollers, blast this on the Jonas Brothers and see if they could uh, be a guest and we could all start a league together. Yeah. That's my strategy. All Fourth and Troll X Jonas Brothers Fantasy Football yeah. League. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Let's make it happen. Can you imagine? Can you Let's imagine? Oh my gosh. Awesome. Real, real my wife would be so jealous. Oh, I, my girlfriend would be insanely jealous, but... Yeah. Whatever. Real quick, and then I want to hear about what's up with you. Who's your favorite Jonas brother? Um, so I think I think I'm a Joe girl. I think it's Joe. Uh, my my yeah. my wife's first love in her life was Nick, and so he and I have a little bit of beef, but I've also okay. got a soft spot for him. And then, and then Kevin. That's but, fair. But Ke- uh, listen, I think I think Kevin's the dad. How you know that you've grown up is when. Is when, is when Kevin's your favorite Jonas brother. So that's maybe that maybe that's mm-hmm. a little you know it's I, I might be in my Kevin era. I don't know. What about you? Who, do you have a favorite? I, I've always had a, a a man crush on Joe. He's just such a good looking guy. He's cool. And, and his uh, fashion sense of fashion. Yeah, just dude. Freaking he, just, like just top two buttons are always outfits. down. It's like it's so always sick. like this. Yeah, it's a hot yeah. guy. Anyway. How are you? What's up with you, Noah? You just boosted our ratings by like fifty percent, by the way. Just <laughs> by doing this, I'll just right, yeah, stick right like there. This. Yeah, thank you. Welcome it, back. Yeah. <laughs> just take it off. Just take it off. Next episode. Next episode. Don't get anybody come, ideas. Come back. Uh, <laughs> come back next episode to see what takes the shirt off for us. You never know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I got a new couch this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you did. So that's exciting. We uh, we finally decided that. Our dream aesthetic couch that we had, we just realized was so uncomfortable, and we decided it was time to just move on from it. So now we have a beautiful big sectional that is deliciously comfortable. And, so happy uh, for and you. We, and we love it, so we're excited about that. Yeah, it's been a good week. New couch, new fourth and troll episode. Here we go. It's 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 a grand old time. This is fantastic. What a good life to update. I feel like we're just sharing how we are, like honestly with... 
the listeners. This is fun. I it's enjoy a, this. It's like a fourth and troll family reunion. It's a good time. Oh. We'll just have to break out like a honey baked ham or something to make it legit. But done. Um, Giveaway. Is it ham? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the yeah. Like and comment below for your chance to win a honey baked ham. That's gonna, straight to your straight to your. That's a stuff. guarantee. Yeah, we I, feel like we, I feel like we have to do that now. This is gonna be so funny. Okay, all right. Anyways, if you want a ham, let us know. We'll let you. We'll see what we can figure out. Listen, we got a good show for you guys today. As I said, we uh, we're gonna be doing some some talk about last year's busts and breakouts. Uh, we're gonna do a little twist because we're gonna look into busts from last year that we are buying into this year. Guys that were bust that we think are going to turn it around this year and breakouts from last year that we're saying we're out. We're we're done. There's no we're we're, we're not touching them this year. Make sure you uh if you haven't already, subscribe. Go to our social medias below. Give us a like and a follow. Uh ring that bell so you can stay up to date with all of our new content that we put out, but go ahead and just like that video if you haven't done so so far and uh and we're just gonna jump into it first things first west is there anything to talk about in the news or are you just gonna can we make something up or i don't i don't know like i didn't want to do two weeks in a row without anything so i guess An- anthony richardson looks pretty good in camp he he might nice. i don't know he, he could be week one starter i don't know that's <clears throat> almost like he's the fourth overall pick yeah, Anyways, almost. Then yeah. The next part of the episode here. Uh, listen, uh, yeah, just disregard. Um, we're going to talk about busted breakouts. We've each got one bust that we're taking a chance on, breakout that we're staying away from. Uh, you know, go ahead and just uh, listen along here. Let us know what you think. Be ready to comment down below. Wes, start us out, though. Quarterback from from last year that was a bust that you're buying into. And actually, before I jump into that, I forgot one extra little piece here. Okay. You and I, again, like last episode, have oh, not yes. shared these players with each other. So we may have the same player by coincidence, and that's how you know it's a fourth and troll double down. And you just got to buy into whatever we're saying because never been wrong. And if there's two of us yeah. going in on this unknowingly, even more, even more confidence here. So Wes, Give me the quarterback bust from 2022 that you are buying into in 2023. Let me know who is it. I really, real quick, like that fourth and troll double down. That's a pretty big deal. Might be a mark my words kind of segment, just an incorporation. Yeah. Well, the the quarterback that we're looking, Noah and I were talking actually, just texting during the week of like, I mean, are there any busts that we even feel like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's take a shot on them. It's actually feels like the quarterback position is pretty set on who you take and who you don't take. There are only a couple players that are somewhat of a risk. One of those players that I think is a risk that was a bust-ish last season that I think you should take a shot on is Aaron Rodgers. Everything that's in New York spells a much better situation than what he had last year. As we know, Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator for him once again. And as you know, the last two seasons, he had Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. So we know there is already chemistry there. If you want to read into the fact that Alan Lazard is there as, as well, great. You think about no wonder Aaron Rodgers didn't have success. Devontae Adams wasn't there. And like, no offense to Alan Lazard, but 
he's not it. And Christian Watson was kind of doing something. But Lazard doesn't have to be the primary target because Garrett Wilson is going to be awesome. He's going to be phenomenal. So that makes sense to me why Rodgers had a bad season and why he would have a good season this year. Now, there is the, 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 the small, small chance that this is a Russell Wilson situation. I'll just acknowledge that. Just mm. in the world of probability, all right, that could happen. I understand that. But I also want to look real quick at why you can take that shot on Rodgers as far as the ADP goes and your draft strategy. Because right now he's 97th overall, according to ESPN. That's that's late 10th round. And look, if you're, if you're someone who waits to get quarterbacks, if you're looking at like Justin Herbert like everyone else is, all right, maybe you don't get Justin Herbert. You go over there and Rodgers because if you don't get Herbert, you can get maybe Miles Sanders, as Noah talked about, as an extremely valuable asset in that same ADP. Or you take Calvin Ridley, who's also in that same ADP range that Noah also expressed is a really good pick at that time. If you don't want one of the early quarterbacks like Mahomes or Hurts or Burrow or Josh Allen, then just go get another super talented running back or wide receiver and just wait to get Aaron Rodgers that I think we all feel pretty good is going to be top 15. I think he's the he's the bust that I trust, if you know what I mean. I like that. Nice. I like that lie. That was good. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, disappointing season last year. For all the reasons that you said, didn't have weapons, was not in a good situation. Um, you know, when Christian Watson finally started being fantasy relevant was when Rodgers was kind of becoming streamable. So he built that connection there. I trust that there's going to be an offseason of good things coming from that New York Jets camp. And uh, and then he's going to build that rapport. He's already got rapport with Alan Lazard. He's going to build rapport with Brees Hall, with Garrett Wilson, with all the offense, Tyler Conklin, those guys there going to be going to solid offense here and i think aaron Rodgers is a really solid guy to have a bounce back here and yeah i like it i'm a big fan yeah i think he's as you talk about like the way that he's just enjoying himself in new york that's a good sign to me too like i just like that he's having fun even though it is yeah. a strange brett Favre repeat but anyway that's the bus that i trust from the quarterback position who is someone that you're taking a chance on noah yeah so i'm it's gonna. I wanted to go a little, a little off the rails here, and um, you know, I could have said Russell Wilson. I'm not even sure if I actually do trust Russell Wilson. I could have said maybe Aaron Rodgers would have been a fine point to make. The bust I'm buying in on at the quarterback position this year is Kenny Pickett. And uh, listen, I've got Kenny Pickett. I don't have him being. A, t- a QB one in fantasy regards, but I think he could be a solid fantasy quarterback this year. Last year he was QB 28. Now again, he didn't play the full season. He missed a game due to concussion and he came in in week four, halfway through the game and played that game. So, you know, it, he, he missed, some, he, <clears throat> excuse me, he missed some time, but if we, if we, if we look at what he was pacing, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> if we look at what he was pacing for, Last year, he was pacing to be top 10 in quarterback rushing attempts last year. And he, he was pacing for top five in quarterback rushing touchdowns. Like, he, he was using his legs a decent amount. I'm not, I'm not saying 15 rushes a game anywhere like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen or anything like that. 
but he was he was kind of in Trevor Lawrence territory of how much he was using his legs last year, and I think that's that's something to take note of. Last year, Pittsburgh was a bottom ten team in yards per game, bottom seven in points per game. I believe in Mike Tomlin as a head coach, and I think the team is going to get better. I think they've uh, they've got a solid chance to do some good work this year. They've got the eighth easiest schedule in this upcoming season. Listen, if you need to get like a backup quarterback or or you're waiting a long time on quarterback, something like that, I think I think Kenny Pickett could be could be on rosters for potentially for a year or two breakout. I think I think he's got got the capability to and rookie quarterbacks don't do too well in fantasy football. Maybe we see a year or two breakout from Kenny Pickett. I think I think I'm gonna be a little bit in on Kenny Pickett when it comes to fantasy football this year. I I'm happy. I'm happy that you are advocating for big hands, Kenny Pickett's, because he is. I was hoping you would do a spit take. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be Just nice. All over the les. I, I, I like what his future looks like in Pittsburgh, and I think that he has good weapons. It's part of why I liked Brock Purdy as a fantasy option. Why it's so easy to draft Tua. Because it's like, yeah, they just they actually he has good options. He has good receivers yeah. in Pittsburgh. And if, you know, let's say Najee ends up being a PPR value again, like I mean, it's just and there's there you could do so much worse than Kenny Pickett. Now I don't think you sh- I wouldn't take him as my starting quarterback, but he yeah. would be an absolutely fantastic filler for a bye week or if there's an injury. I yeah, yeah. I I like Pickett. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how he turns out this year. And I really do think year three though, there's a good shot. I think he's on the right trend. I like it, Noah. Yeah. I think so. I think he's I think it's definitely a it's it's a shot, but it's a shot I think it's I'm, I'm worth putting it out there and 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 putting my yeah. putting a putting a little bit of chips on the on the Kenny Pickett pool and just seeing just sliding them forward and going yeah sure not, sure I'm not, I'm not risk I'm not wagering too much but uh but it's a risk yeah. if it pays out boom twenty one blackjack Beauty. return three to two. victory royale yeah <laughs> yeah you know uh, <laughs> anyways Wes who was a breakout quarterback last year. That you're going, nah, not gonna repeat. No, no shot. What are what are what are we doing here, guys? Who who are you who are you gonna talk about here, Wes? Daniel Jones. I do not think this is going to be the season, at least for fantasy. Maybe they do well and yada yada. yada. This is not the season that Daniel Jones is going to make people happy. Those that follow the money. I'm sorry. I don't think this is it for Daniel Jones. He only scored 20 points, 20 plus points, six times last year. And he ended up as the QB nine because he rushed for 708 yards and seven touchdowns. That's not happening again. First of all, they lost two offensive linemen. I repeated this about Saquon. It's why I'm a little scared about Saquon. You stick with Saquon. This is his prove-it year. You think Saquon's going to let Daniel Jones rush 700 yards and have seven touchdowns? Ain't no way he's doing that. And the offense in New York is investing in the passing game because they got Darren Waller and they drafted Jalen Hyatt. Okay, awesome. Daniel Jones was 15th in passing yards. He had 3,200. That's it. He was 21st in passing touchdowns. 
Daniel Jones had 15 passing touchdowns. You take yeah. away the rushing value because you think Saquon is going to make everyone in New York very happy as the quad father and take over the NFL's legs. Great. I think there's a shot. Either way, Daniel Jones is not going to be fantasy relevant as a passing quarterback. So for that reason, I'm not buying into Daniel Jones. He only made QB 10 or QB 9 as a top 10 player because of rushing. It's not happening again. He's not going to be top 10. I, that's, he had a great season. I'm happy for him. He got the money. I'm not drafting Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah, I love it. And I think we need to sound the alarm. <gasps> because we got a fourth and troll double down, baby. Yeah, Breakout I'm staying away from this year is <laughs> Daniel Jones from the New York Giants. Oh. I love it. I, I think I smiled ear to ear as soon as you said it. I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm so glad we have this here. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I, I wrote the same exact stuff you said. Rushing upside was crazy last year. QB9 only threw 15 touchdowns. 120 rushing attempts. 120. And 700 yards. He, you know, he emerged as the as the solid guy in fantasy because of his legs. I'm going to say he doesn't return to that 700 yard rushing game. They added the weapons in the passing game. He just signed the big deal. They want to keep him healthy. They're probably going to do less designed quarterback runs. I'm not drafting Daniel Jones, and that's a fourth and troll double down. Stay away from Daniel Jones this year, dude. I'm so happy. Wow, we did it. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the pure joy is incredible this is this is the best episode ever this is the best this episode is ever amazing. wow what a, what a moment <laughs> um listen just to close it out though but i agree i if daniel jones <laughs> one qb9 season is not enough for me to go oh sign me up i'm ready for more like it like it's a one top 10 quarterback season is not enough throughout for me Follow the money if you want to, whatever. I'm excited to beat you in fantasy football if you take Daniel Jones, essentially, is what I'm saying. Got him. So, got him. Uh, let's jump over to running backs because maybe we'll <coughs> – my goodness, I have something in my throat. Do you want to take, you wanna take a, a quick – you want to take drink break? You want to – yeah, I'll just, just like – yeah. <coughs> we go together. I actually probably shouldn't sing too much of it just in case. I just yeah. realized just we want yeah. a sponsorship don't. from Jonas Brothers. Just I don't want them to copyright. Yeah. yeah. I stopped. I stopped. Not even three seconds. All right. That's We're <laughs> good. Anyways, listen. Quench. Let's jump to running backs here. Wes, who is a guy that was big let down last year, a bust that you are taking the chance on this year in fantasy. Who is it? Let me know. Yeah. Uh, I actually already mentioned him, so I'm happy to say his name again. It's Najee. Harris, I, mm. I drafted him in one of my leagues. Um, I'm sorry. I did not make playoffs. Yeah. Can you believe yeah. it? So <laughs> it was a major bust because he was RB three, his rookie season phenomenal. And he completely, uh, met his expectations rookie season. As far as the ADP went, when people were taking him, what they wanted out of him. In fact, I think he excelled. And so it almost felt like a no brainer. All I said last year was there was one caveat that I thought maybe, maybe his talent would overcompensate for the SPDB, the stinky poopy diaper butt offensive line. And it did not because that was a horrible line and the Steelers felt it and they turned it around and they turned it around actually decently. It wasn't a lot for Najee, but the first 10 weeks he averaged seven points a game that's horrible 
The yeah. last eight weeks, 12 points a game. That's also not great, but that's nearly double. That's nearly double yeah. what he had. Yeah. But if you want to look into how he changed offensively, is the first 10 weeks, he had one rushing touchdown. The last nine games, he had six rushing touchdowns. So he yeah. trended in the right direction. But more importantly, that offensive line that was abysmal last year, all the Steelers have done is invest in the offensive line. They acquired two linemen in the offseason so far, and they drafted an offensive lineman in the first round. So they know it was an SPDB line. They're trying to change it. Plus, it's another season. And if you look, and you know, Kenny Pickett's under center, Big Ben gave Najee Harris an insane PPR value. It was insane. I, I, yeah. I don't remember exactly how many targets he saw, but it felt like it was 900 targets. It was insane. Yeah. Even if you don't look at the PPR value because you don't think Kenny Pickett is going to throw it to Najee quite as much, just look at what he did in his rookie season. He had 300 fantasy points, but he had 1,200 rushing yards. So he can be a valuable rushing running back as well. We know his potential. We know Najee can be a Saquon. We know he can be a Jonathan Taylor. We know he can be a top five running back. And right now he is late third round, early fourth round. That could be the best value in the end if he does have an offensive line because we know there is a top five upside from Najee Harris. So of all the running backs that busted last season, Najee's the one I trust the most. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I think a lot of people forget how how injured he actually was to start the year. Yeah. He's dealing with that foot injury in the beginning of the season and actually how good he ended the year because the people that drafted him didn't make playoffs. So they didn't experience him in the playoffs. And, and he did really good throughout the end of the year, those last eight games. He was really, really solid. So <clears throat> I like it a lot. I, I like Najee a lot this year, especially the value you can get on him. Um, he's a guy I'm, I'm eyeing for sure. I think it's definitely a good option as far as, you know, if you want to go wide receiver heavy for a couple of rounds, like Najee Harris, I don't have any problem making him a feature back on my fantasy team. Like he doesn't need to be flex territory for me. Like he can be an RB one or two for me. I'm excited about Najee. It's hard to look at the league and find players that are going to get 300 touches this year. And Najee Harris is one of them. Like he, he mm. will be that guy getting those all that volume. Like he is a volume player. So I like it a lot. I'm a big fan. And uh, yeah, I, I would buy back in. If I were if I were hesitant from last year, I like that uh, that idea. If you want to take the risk and make Najee your starting running back, your RB one on your roster, then continue to watch Fourth and Troll and do the research like we are and listen about the players like Miles Sanders or I don't know Miles Sanders. I mean, it feels like that he's just such Khalil oh, Herbert. Sanders. I'm going to throw his name out there too. Golly, he could be awesome as well. So be, anyway, yeah. I'm excited. Let me know who your Who's the bust last year of all the running backs that you're most excited to draft this season, Noah? Yeah, it's uh listen, if you tuned in for our week one episode, he was my uh he was my uh I don't know if he was my stud or if he was my sleeper for week one, game one of the NFL season last year. But it's James wow. Cook running back from the Buffalo Bills. Going full circle here, guys. <clears throat> He, I was excited about him week one. They used good draft capital on him. 
and then he fumbled on his very first carry. And I was like, well, you suck. You're done. There's no <laughs> way you're recovering from this. But here's the thing. Wes, last week you shared a stat about Brees Hall, that he was first in yards per carry amongst all running backs with at least 60 carries last year. James Cook amongst running backs with 90 plus carries last year. First overall amongst all running backs with 90 plus carries last year, 5.7 yards per carry. Listen, I know Damian Harris is there now. He's probably going to vulture some goal line work. Josh Allen's probably going to get some of those goal line rushing touchdowns, but with Devin Singletary gone and 229 opportunities up for grabs opportunities carries plus targets 229 opportunities up for grabs i like james cook a lot to become a solid back for them rushing and in the receiving game i'm buying in on james cook this year finishes rb 44 last year i've got him just outside my top 20 running backs this year i think he's going to be a really really solid back in fantasy and you can get him for like a, a nickel and a fart pretty much like that's it. Like, that's <laughs> how much it costs to draft james cook like that is it so i'm buying it on james cook as a as a guy who's going to be be really solid for fantasy football this year it's almost like he's a mix of a bust slash sleeper pick because yeah nobody nobody's talking about james cook i am i was super excited so you have to help me with this because i was super excited for james cook this offseason and to draft him until the Bills then traded for Damian Harris. And I just got a little worried about that. But I don't think he is nearly as good as Devin Singletary. And I yeah. know that he was already behind Ramondre Stevenson in New England. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that Damian Harris is behind James Cook because also those last few weeks in the regular season, James Cook was doing really well. I think he gets a couple yeah, of receiving we, opportunities, we receiving Dolphins touchdowns. No. Yeah, we, uh, nah, yeah, we did. And nah. James, I mean, James Cook did a lot. And I think there is an opportunity. I mean, we were talking about there being the, the bills need some kind of rushing attack to help Josh Allen. So he doesn't, you know, break some rib or something. James yeah. Cook may be that. I, I'm I'm excited for him. I just got worried about Damian Harris, but if you're buying in, then I can let go of that fear. And let's go take in Dalvin's brother, baby. Let's go ride this. I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I'm more worried. The the Bills also signed Latavius Murray to a one year deal. I think I'm uh, more worried about Latavius Murray eating into Damian Harris. If you're a Damian Harris truther, than I am about Damian oh. Harris eating into James Cook. James Cook is already above him on the depth chart. So and and uh, Sean McDermott and uh, Brandon Bean, the head or the GM of the team, has said they're expecting him to take on a bigger workload this year. So I, I'm really excited about it. I'm I think it's going to be a really really solid uh, outing this year for James Cook. Wes, who is right. somebody who was freaking sweet last year that you're just like, bye, no, thank you. <clears throat> Josh Jacobs. And it's a wow, very, okay. very short statistic. And I am just going to buy into this because it speaks volumes to me about what has happened to the leading rusher in the NFL 
over the last 10 years, um, how many times do you think the leading rusher was even top 10 in fantasy the next year, Noah? Um, over the last 10 years? The last 10 years. Top 10. I think maybe maybe once. That was twice. It's twice. Yeah. I, okay. Was it Todd Gurley and Derrick Henry? It was Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott once. No, no, no. Ezekiel Elliott and Derrick Henry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's that's the point. That's that's all I looked at. Is I just had a gut feeling. I had a bad feeling. Why do I not think Josh Jacobs is going to repeat this? Is because history has shown that over the last 10 years, you look at over the last 20 years, only six other times. And we know the league is evolving. It, I mean, back in the early 2000s and the 2010s, rushing was still a dominant part of the offense. We just talked about it last episode. The running backs are not part of fantasy. They are not even part of offenses as much. Ezekiel Elliott, who was one of the only two running backs the last 10 years to be a top 10 running back in fantasy after leading the league in rushing yards, is still not signed. Yeah, Austin Eckler is still on the trade block. Derrick Henry is still True. on the trade block. This league has really shifted into pass first, and I don't Unfortunately, I think the Raiders know that too. They got Jimmy Garoppolo. Say what you want yeah. about him, but you just look at Devontae Adams is still there. And if you want to care about any of the rumors, Adams keeps throwing out pictures of him and old the old Packers GM and random stuff about his future. It's like, whatever. There's a rumor that Josh Jacobs might hold out for camp. Whatever. If you care about any of that, fine. It's not in our news segment because it's not real news. But it's just this kind of stuff. Running backs that have led the league in rushing rarely make the top 10 the next year. So for that alone is why I'm skipping Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I can't argue with it. I can't argue with it. It's it's. I think he'll still be solid. I think they are going to be dumb to look at last year and go, let's not give you the ball as much. Um, but if he right. falls outside that top ten, it won't surprise me. And I, I can't picture him repeating as a as as the rushing leader uh, next year. Do you do you know off the top of your head, Wes, where you have him finishing? Uh, I do. I'm gonna pull that up because I got to figure out where I've got. I, oh, I mean, yeah. it, I don't agree with this anymore. But I had him as RB twenty, but I don't think he's that low. I think okay. he's. Closer to fifteen, maybe, maybe higher. Yeah, probably, a, probably a, a high end two. I would, I would, if I had to say, especially because guys like Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson are in the league now, stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with it. I, I think, uh, I think the Raiders organization doesn't really know what they're doing right now. If I'm being honest, and so, um, yeah, you know, if they want to be consistent, they can continue to give him the ball if he doesn't hold out, but. Uh, yeah, no, I don't see him. I don't see him repeating. We think about some of the some of the absolute monstrous games he had, and how he just absolutely just took over games. Maybe that doesn't happen with, you know, maybe maybe a slightly better quarterback there getting the ball out to different people and stuff like that. Well, we'll have to wait and see. But um, 
Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I, I think Josh Jacobs is a, is a fine option for uh, no thanks. Yeah, I'm he's okay. also he's also 16th overall in the ADP. So I'm not just with that stat. It's like, oh, okay. Overall, overall, he's he is according going to ESPN two oh six. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to take is. that shot. Okay. <laughs> Again, it's it's one of those things that it's like, okay, one good year. We we hope for this for the past four years that we finally saw it. Yeah. I'm not spending that to to get a guy there. So AJ no, Brown you. is after him. AJ oh, Brown is ridiculous. after. It's like yeah. You're so tell, yeah, you're telling I, me but, I could get Ramondre Stevenson and AJ Brown? Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, yeah, I'm good. but maybe Tom Brady turns it around when he officially is a minority owner yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Who's your Who is a breakout last year from the running backs that you are staying away from? No thanks. You can have him. I'm going to win the league. It's Jamal Williams. He finishes RB thirteen. Like it's, it, and then you know why? Because he scored seventeen touchdowns. You guys, no chance he does anything close to that this upcoming season. He's gonna be on, arguably a better, maybe a better offense or just as equal of an offense, but he'll have a lesser role. He's not gonna be, maybe a locker room leader. But Dennis Allen doesn't appreciate the grit the same way that Dan Campbell does, and. You know, while there may be some appeal because Alvin Kamara may end up getting suspended for six games or whatever it end up may be, I'm thinking it's going to be six games if it happens. I don't know. I still don't really buy into it, especially with the addition of Kendra Miller in the draft. I'm just I'm out on Jamal Williams. I don't know I don't know where his ADP is at right now, but it's probably too high for my liking. So I I honestly within my top forty running backs, I don't even have him ranked. Um, you know, he finished RB 13 and he's going to be outside my top 40 this year. I just think, I just, I'm, I don't have any interest. I, 17 touchdowns guys. This, that doesn't repeat. That doesn't, that's, that's some people's career year. That will be his career year by far. Like, like he had surpassed his best career season as far as touchdown goes by like week seven. Like he was like, like, that's where he was at. Like, it's just 17 touchdowns is ridiculous. That's not going to repeat especially in a new offense. Bye. I'm done. I'm out. Great. I, I'm glad you're <laughs> saying this because I think, I think, no, I mean, I mean it because I think people are looking at, cause I, as you're saying that I looked up his ADP right now, it's very appetizing because he is 103rd overall. So people are like, Oh, you kidding me? Okay. Top 50. But, but here's the thing. People are like, Oh, top, top 15 running back from last year has fallen down to the 11th round. Awesome. This is such a steal. No, reiterate the different offense that this is. Yeah. This is not the same team. They have Derek Carr now. Derek Carr yeah. is going to want to prove that the Raiders broke his heart. And they're yeah. going to try to do something in a very open division as well. Yeah. It, it's and, and maybe Kamara suspended. Maybe he's not. But there's only... What I remember hearing, and I mean, don't quote me on this, but I mean, I'm being recorded, so whatever. It, it's It's... <laughs> Alvin Kamara's suspension was only possibly a couple months and that's, he could come back too. It's like, it's not yeah. guaranteed that Kamara is totally out from the season. And obviously no offense to Jamal Williams, but Kamara is more talented. Don't I, I, I appreciate as long as Jamal Williams stays there in the 11th round, I'll be willing to take a shot. But if he goes up, because yeah, I think the dropping. court date is June, July. It's really yeah. close for Alvin Kamara. As soon as that happens, we get the word Kamara. 
Jamal Williams' ADP is going to skyrocket, and I want you to remember what Noah said. Don't buy into it. He's not going to be top 15 this year. Leave him alone. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. No problem, dude. Listen, let's talk about some wide receivers just to uh, Great. Just to move on. huh? So tell me, yeah. there was somebody that was SPDB, and uh, and you didn't like him at the wide receiver position, and uh, who you're buying back in on this year. Who is Who is that player? It's Judge Jerry Judy. He, mm, I like that. Yeah, he was pretty much in everyone's eyes a bust, except when you actually look at the wide receivers, and he was wide receiver 22. He had a yeah. solid season despite everything that went wrong, and he had actually also, again, a really good finish to the season. So you look at what's happened this offseason – even back before in, in midway through during the trade deadline last season, he was potentially going to be traded. He was kind of on the trade block. Then the season ended. He wasn't traded. Sean Payton has come in. They've changed the front office a lot. They got rid of Russell Wilson's offense office too, which is also important. And they gave him a fifth year option. So they are saying, we're choosing you, we're sticking with you. Noah and I believe that either Corlin Sutton or Tim Patrick are likely going to be gone in the next couple of weeks, months. They're probably not going to be both on that team with Judy. And we know that Jerry Judy has such excellent potential. We know what he can do. We saw it as rookie season. He missed a lot of time with his injury in 2021. (laughs) But we know he's good. Don't let Russell Wilson's horrible season in Denver completely contaminate your reputation and perspective on Jerry Judy. He is a really good player and he's 75th overall in the current ADP. Yes. That is an easy wide receiver too. That has a chance to be a surprising wide receiver one on some rosters. I'm totally buying back in on Jerry Judy. I like it a lot. I'm a big fan of Jerry Judy. I think Sean Payton can do wonderful things. And I hope that Sean Payton turns around the Broncos offense because I think Jerry Judy has a chance to be seriously a top 15 wide receiver this year. And, uh, and, and I mean, that's probably best case scenario in my eyes, but yeah, if you can, with his ADP, you're probably getting him as your fourth wide receiver taken. If you, depending on how you kind of go about it, but that's, Pretty absurd, if you're asking me. So, a guy that yeah. has that kind of upside going that late is really, really special, and I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, tell me who you like. Who's the bust from last season that you felt? You know, this is this is a, another shot, second second chance for a good old fill in the blank. Are you ready? I'm ready to be burned again. This person finished wide receiver 117 last year. I've got him as my wide receiver 24 coming into this season. I'm buying back in on Michael Thomas, baby. I'm buying back in on MT. Michael Thomas. Listen, I'm ready for my heart to be broken. I'm ready to be burned. But listen, I know the sample size is small. But through the first three weeks, Michael Thomas was pacing for 91 catches, 
900 yards and 17 touchdowns, which would have been wide receiver seven last season. Listen, he got a quarterback upgrade. He's in a role now where he doesn't have to be the top guy. He can play behind a he can play in a defined role behind a young stud, Chris Olave. And he's going as the wide receiver 39 right now in the ninth round. Yeah. Listen, small sample size taken into account. I'm back in on Michael Thomas, who would have been a top seven wide receiver last year. I'm drafting him everywhere. I love it. I'm a, I, and also, wow. as a shout out, he was just here in Phoenix, Arizona, buying some flowers from a buddy of mine at a flower shop over on Camelback Road. He buddy texted me. He said, just worked with Michael Thomas from the New Orleans Saints. I said, did he have a limp? He said, <laughs> looked healthy. So I, I'm buying in. I'm buying back in on Michael Thomas. From the source. Give me all the Michael Thomas you can. I love it. I'm excited about it. I know Derek Carr is excited about it. Give me Michael Thomas. Dude, to quote John Wick, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> it's such a low-risk, incredibly high reward. We have been burned for two years with what feels like a stupid made-up injury. Why yeah. not? He's going to be on your bench. You can drop him if he's hurt again. Who cares? Yeah. Because if he's great, he's top 10. We yep. know that's that we, I mean, it's so hard. Like you said, the sample size is so small because it feels like we're defending something that doesn't even, that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's like we're holding out faith on something that's ridiculous, but well, it, I know se pacing for 17 touchdowns is an, is an absurd thing to say. Like I, I know that's not going to happen. I know that's not the case, but I just want to point out that like, listen, he was healthy at the beginning of last year. Beginning of last year, week one, eight targets, five catches, 57 yards, and two touchdowns. He was the wide receiver, eight. Week two, nine targets, six receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown. He was the wide receiver, 18. And then he got hurt after five catches for 49 yards in week three. Finishes the wide receiver, 47, with 9.9 .9 fantasy points. Like, it's, it's a small sample size. It is. When he was there and he was good and he was healthy, he was he was scoring touchdowns and he was catching the football. Like he was he was out there playing ball the way we remembered Michael Thomas. Call him slant boy if you want to. Like call him whatever. He's only got one route in his route tree. I don't really care. Like he he was out there playing. He's playing well and and yeah, it's so low risk. Why not? Just go for it. Or don't go for it. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. He's, he's my guy. <laughs> Listen, he's, he's my he's my bus that I'm buying back in on. And I'm just taking the chance. I'm taking the chance just to see. Good for you. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. Uh, who are you staying <laughs> away from in the wide receiver position who was exciting to watch last year, Wes? Who is it? Duh. Christian Watson. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, yeah, he might be fine. He might be the Packers wide receiver one on their on their team, but ain't no shot. I'm taking Christian Watson with Jordan Love. Prove me wrong. Make yeah. me eat my words that I 
doubted all of the Packers and that they're all top five. Make me yeah. regret ever playing against a Packers player in fantasy. I'm not taking Christian Watson. It's obvious. I don't need to spell it out. Jordan Love is not Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers didn't even really do a ton with Christian Watson. It took, like, 12 games for him to finally get his touchdowns. And most of his yeah. points were, like, from two games. He had just had, like, he had 47 touchdowns in eight quarters. So, yeah, Christian Watson, go buy into it. Have fun. Take your shot. I'm going to go have a better team than you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke a cigar and enjoy my, you know, my Michael Thomas. Um yeah. yeah, no, I think I think it's it's hard. I, I I think back to last last episode, Wes, where you said you see that G, and you just shiver. You just I don't want anyone from that team. <sighs> it's it's hard. It's hard to want anybody. There's so many unknowns there. So I back it. Yeah, Christian Watson had a handful of hot games. There, listen. There's a chance he and Jordan Love develop this rapport, and he and he's a, and he's a stud. There's a chance. I don't buy it. I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's there. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I'm out as well. I, I, I yeah. think Christian Watson is just not worth, not worth the hassle. I don't know his ADP for sure, but I'm sure it's too high for me. You know, if I could take him as my ninth wide receiver off the board, sure, whatever. Just after Jamison Crowder, <laughs> why not? But uh, dude, his his ADP is he's the 53rd player right now. That's, yeah, no. That's like a week. That's a, that's a starter. <laughs> that's a starter yeah. in your lineup. That's yeah. No, they, you don't take a yeah. shot on that. Yeah. I'm out on that. Yeah. I don't like it. <clears throat> no, All thank right. you. Then for you, who are you also out on? Uh, Breakout last I'm out year. On, yeah. I'm out on Zay Jones. Zay Jones is a lot of fun to watch. It was really exciting. It was, you know, big plays from Zay Jones. Some, some week winning weeks from Zay Jones. Zay Jones was awesome. Had a great week in the playoffs. Um, but he's like fourth in line for targets now. And to me, that's like never worth a draft pick really. So the roller coaster isn't worth riding with him. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am sure Zay Jones will have two weeks this season where he's got 23 fantasy points because he scored on an 80 yard touchdown and, uh, and he, and he had a few other catches. I'm sure that'll happen a couple times this year, but it's it's not worth a draft pick for me. So I'm I, yeah I'm just I'm staying away from Zay Jones. He's he's competing with Calvin Ridley, competing with Christian Kirk. He's competing with Evan Ingram. They supposedly want to get Travis Etienne involved in the passing game more. Like it just I'm I'm kind of I'm out on Zay Jones and you know he was going to be my playoff hero from uh from this past season and sadly no more no more no more Zay Jones for me. I'm I'm not spending any I'm not taking any shares of Zay Jones. I almost made Christian Kirk my breakout from last year that I was. I almost out on did as well. As well really? But I buy yeah. into it enough because we saw Zay Jones have the good week. So I'm like, okay, Ridley and another receiver can do it. So I was like, I was like, yep. I almost made it Christian Kirk because he he finished a little higher. It was a little more exciting of a of a claim to make. But I I, I went for Zay Jones because I still have a little bit of faith in Christian Kirk as well. Yeah, I think it's it's much easier for us to answer this question if let's all assume that Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, and Zay Jones are going to be heavily involved in the passing game. Which two do you think are both going to be top 30? It's not Zay Jones. Right. Yeah. And it's fun. I'm glad. I'm glad that he was exciting to watch. He was, uh, I think, my 
like week one, week two waiver wire ad. Like I yeah. was so happy to see him thrive in the postseason and help people to victory and at least get further in the playoffs. But yeah, it's this is you and I also just doubling down on like Calvin Ridley is probably gonna be really good. Let's let's yeah. just believe in this. And yep. I hope if you didn't read that article that we linked in the description in the last episode. Go check out our last episode. We have the link in there. It's a beautiful article about his return and apology and love for the game of football. And that's also probably yeah. why we're like, yes, go Calvin. We love you. Yeah. Rooting so hard for him. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I'm definitely excited about it. And so uh, not excited about Zay Jones. So, so that's, that's who I'm out on. True. Let's go to the end here. The tweet end position. Who was a tweet end last year? Who was just poopy? And uh, who's somebody that you're buying back in on, Wes? Mike Gesicki. Oh, man. <laughs> so oh, It's so painful to even say the name. Ah, we loved him. Loved him in Miami. In yeah. fact, so did Tua in 2021. <laughs> he was the tight end eight, okay? So yeah. all of you that drafted Mike Gesicki thinking maybe there's an opportunity for him to sneak in a few touchdowns and have a pretty decent year. Last season, we were all very wrong. Go back one more year, just the year before, when he was pretty much the number one option outside of Jalen Waddell. It was it. Tight end eight. He was the fourth most targeted tight end in the NFL behind Zach Ertz and Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. What happened? His name is Tyreek freaking Hill. He showed yeah. up in Miami. And they, the two of them, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, had a 1,000 yards. They yeah. were incredible. Of course, anybody else is going to be irrelevant in the passing game. But Mike Isicki is a beast. He's a monster. He is so athletic. And as a Dolphins fan, it's twisting the knife that he happened to go to new england of all teams yeah. i mean we knew he was leaving miami it was good for him Noah and i threw around together just as fans thinking like oh new york the giants are probably a pretty good shot for him but they took darren waller so yeah. we were kind of right they needed a tie-in they got someone did not expect new england there's a little hesitancy about maybe hunter henry is gonna they're gonna cancel each other out Anybody knows how to run a two tight end set? It's gonna be Bill Belichick. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a year. That was a year when the two of them were dominating. Yeah, so yeah. Juju Smith Schuster is not going to be a threat to Kasiki or Hunter Henry. Mike Kasiki is probably worth taking if you have also just thrown the white flag and was like, "But have Travis Kelsey? I just won't even draft a tight end. I consider right. Mike Kasiki." <laughs> He is a red zone threat. He is a playmaker. And I think there's a real opportunity for him to surprise the NFL with how much he succeeds in New England. Yeah. Listen, Dalton Kincaid's turning heads. Oh, he's a tight end, but he's going to play out at wide receiver. Listen, Mike Kosicki walked so that Dalton Kincaid could run. Okay. Got him. Mike Kosicki does not line up at the tight end spot. And if you're watching football, you know that the Patriots don't have wide receivers. So, yeah, Mike Kosicki could be a serious, serious option for Mac Jones to just rely on every single week. And uh, and he's going super late in drafts. So you want to take a shot on somebody if you're just waiting on tight end. You're waiting until the double-digit rounds for tight end. You're just, yeah, like Wes said, throwing the white flag. 
yeah, Gesicki is the you know not even close to the worst option you could go to. So um, I think they're yeah. Man, I forgot about that 2021 year where it was just like, oh, Mike Gesicki's incredible. He is just he didn't have a lot of touchdowns, but he was, and he is just showing his athleticism, and he is. That one touchdown he had against, uh, I don't know if that was 2020 or 2021, but the touchdown against the Chiefs. Uh, 2021. In the end zone. Yeah. yeah oh, in the, in yeah. the end zone. Like a beautiful ball. And it was just like, oh, my goodness, this duo is going to run the league forever. And then they got Tyreek Hill. So that was, uh, that changed things. But um, yeah. no, Gasicki's a great, great option there. I, I love that you brought him up. And he honestly wasn't even someone I was thinking of, but I, I'm really glad you brought him up because that's somebody on my radar now again, and I'm excited about it. Um, listen, here's a guy I'm thinking about who finished tight end 35 last year as a rookie. Another one of those rookie tight ends who finished terribly. Um, I've got him as tight end 16 this year. So not a, not a top 10 guy, but he's jumped a lot based off where he finished last year. His name was Jelani Woods from the Indianapolis Colts. You all may remember Jelani Woods from our week three and week 12 fluker for real segment last year when he finished tight end five and tight end two. Well, the flukes of last year are now for reals. I think I'm back in on Jelani Woods. He's officially jumped Mo Ali Cox in that depth chart. And I know, Wes, you're a big Josh Downs believer, but outside of Michael Pittman Jr., there's not much as far as receiving options goes for new rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson. And uh, I don't know if you know, happen to know the measurables of Jelani Woods, um, but he's six feet, seven inches tall, and he's uh, 253 pounds. Oh, and he runs a 4.61 40-yard dash. So he's an athlete and a freak of nature all in one. Uh, listen, if the tight end breakout happens, it's in year two. That's when we usually see these tight ends break out. And uh, the tight end is usually a rookie quarterback's best friend. And 19% of Anthony Richardson's completions, one in five, well, pretty much one in five of every ball he completed in college last year, went to the tight end position when he was playing at Florida last year. I think I think there's a chance we see a breakout from Jelani Woods. He's a guy I'm excited about in Dynasty. I've been drafting him a bit in Dynasty. Uh, and I think he's worth a late flyer in, in drafts, just sheerly based on – everyone was freaking out about Darnell Washington from Georgia coming into the draft and where he was going to get picked at. I think Jelani Woods is a, a more – Better athlete as far as stature goes, 6'7", 253, runs a 4'6", 40. I'm, I think Jelani Woods has a chance to to be a safety net here and, and have some some decent decent weeks in fantasy this year. Uh, I've got him just as like a mid-tier tight end too. So, if you're again, if you're waiting on tight ends, Jelani Woods, remember the name. I'm, I'm excited about it to watch and, and see what happens. There is a chance... There's there's a chance that he could be fantasy relevant. And that's what I yeah. like about us talking about tight ends because we got to figure out outside of Kelsey and probably Andrews and maybe Dallas Goddard, who else do we who else can we find so that we can save our first round pick and still have value in that position? Um, it's not a hot stat for 
tight ends that have a rookie quarterback. On average, they finish tight end 24. But, I mean, that's also just different. I mean, it's a tight end position. It's not the wide receiver where there is concern for me. But Anthony Richardson is also different because he's a mobile quarterback. And most of these tight ends that I've looked at over the last 10 years, they don't have mobile quarterbacks. So there is that kind of, I mean, you know, you could think of Lamar Jackson. Think about Cam Newton and Greg Olson. Holy goodness. They were a good duo too. I think Mo Ali Cox has a little potential to kind of vulture some opportunity. But at the same time, Mo Ali Cox was in Fluker for real a couple times as well. So there's something there's something to look into, and I like that. And I do think there is opportunity for someone else to have this safety net because why is it, why is it you think that you and I aren't sold on Michael Pittman? Why are we looking at the other options? I think there's a reason. I well, I think it's because he's a rookie quarterback. That that's what it is for me. I mean, I was higher on True. Michael Pittman Jr. last year with Matt Ryan. But, uh, you know, it's just there's the potential for Anthony Richardson to be Cam Newton, but there's also potential for uh, Anthony Richardson to complete, like, less than 50% of his passes in his first year. To be and, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, I, I'm just like, I don't, I, I don't know. So <laughs> maybe, you know, if there's a, a gargantuan of a human that's like, hey, I'm going to put it in your area and just uh, let me know if you can come down with it and we'll and we'll make it happen. Uh, I, think, I think it's worth – Maybe taking a chance on if you're if you're throwing the white flag for for tight end. So that's where I'm yeah. at, Jelani Woods. It's just six seven. That's taller than me, dude. A little bit, yeah. A little. That's a little crazy. Bit. That's crazy. That that's like, crazy. That's like taller than this. That's. So, uh, it's you up. Know? There. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. Listen, let's round it out here with the breakout tight end from last year. Who you're staying away from, Wes? Who is it? And why? Explain to me. Give me a reason. I I didn't really consider him much of a breakout. I was just really excited for him last year. But then I looked and saw that he was actually tight end eight. And I was like, oh, well, he did better than I thought because I was just super excited for Cole Komet of the Chicago mm, yeah. Bears. And and then they got cool. DJ Moore <laughs> and and then they got Robert Tunyon, who I think is good too. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel, I mean, it's, I'm just sad. I'm just kind of lamenting. Like there's not much more other than crap. Why, why'd you have to go and get so many other passing options? Yeah. They were going to be great together. And, and you even mentioned too, that Chase Claypool has an opportunity to be slept on and be a sleeper. And, make some surprising games and catches and kind of prove himself as a very solid wide receiver too, or maybe he and DJ Moore compete as the wide receiver one. I mean, it's like, it's, uh, I think about like Mike Kosicki, like why, why would they get a tight end if they believed in their current one that much? Like it needs to be a very special player. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just sad. That's all I'm saying. I was going to get Cole Komet in like every draft going into this offseason. And then DJ Moore and Robert Tunyon happened. It was like, forget about it. My season's over. I'm never speaking to Cole again. Oh, well, that's it. That's why I'm I'm just out on Cole Komet. I was a big Cole Komet fan coming into the year. Uh, I just think, yeah, I just 
on a very run heavy team, a little too many cooks in the receiving kitchen. You know, I, I just think it's it's a little tough. And uh, and he'll have his weeks like he did last year, I think. And he'll have, you know, those weeks where Justin Fields connects with them for two touchdowns. He'll have maybe one or two of those. But catch him on Fluker for real because that's where he'll be at. <laughs> anyway, that's all. I'm just sad. Uh, round us out. Finish out the show, Noah. Tell us the tight end breakup from last season that you are letting us know. Help us out. Help us out with the tight end possession. Who do we stay away from? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is delicious to say. Don't don't even actually go ahead. If you want to lose your fantasy league, go ahead and draft Taysom Hill. Do it. I dare you. I dare you to draft Taysom Hill. Guys, guys, he had, he had nine catches last year and he was the tight end seven. Nine catches in the tight end seven. I wonder why. Because their quarterback situation was more unstable than than uh, a rocking chair. There you go. That was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> got him. Um, got him. <laughs> yep. There you go. Uh, listen, it's it's infuriating that he finishes a tight end seven, nine catches, guys. It's they they so they've given him that big contract, and then this offseason they were like, oh, so you're not going to be our quarterback. Uh, and so we're going to restructure this contract. And uh, now they have less obligation to actually use him because they were paying him so much money last year. Did I mention nine catches? In nine catches, and he was a tight end seven. <laughs> Is it fear? It's 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 so frustrating. Derek Carr's a better quarterback than Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. I just don't see him using him. I don't. I don't see the Saints using him the same way they did last year. Late round flyer at best for me. If you, if you if you really want to go in on him. Late round flyer at best, but Taysom Hill can suck an egg, dude. I don't I don't like that guy. <laughs> dude, I almost I almost put down Taysom Hill as my breakout, but I was like, he doesn't I'm, really count. I'm not gonna add him. I, no. But any any opportunity I have to just crap year. on the dude. Yeah, any opportunity I have to crap <laughs> on him, I'm just gonna take it. So so there you go. Taysom oh, Hill, get out of here. Thank you. You're well, welcome. I have nothing to add. I'm just so what a what a joyous conclusion to this episode of For yeah, the Troll Fantasy. Listen, oh if you ever enjoy episode more, let me know. Oh. Listen, that's gonna do it for the episode. Hope you guys had a great time <laughs> with us. Tell us in the comments below what you think. Follow us on our social medias. Uh, which bus do you trust? Do you feel good taking Josh Jacobs again? Are you concerned about the fourth and troll double down Daniel Jones? Who are some of last year's busts that you uh, like and which breakouts are you staying away from? Let us know below. Make sure you make Tidy the Troll smile by hitting the subscribe button. Ring that bell. Leave us a like and a comment. And be sure to check us out on our social medias down below. Join us next Tuesday. I'm Noah Selby. And I'm Wes Selby. And this has been 4th and Troll Fantasy.